0: Welcome to the Gooden Life podcast where we plot and we allotment and we middle around in our garden and it's another growing season. I'm Keith Gooden and I'm Freya Gooden and we're in the southernmost village of the Cotswolds which is Marshfield. No argument, it is.
1: It certainly is, up high. (laughs) <laughs>
0: so here we are at the opening of the gardening season it is the potato day held by pennard plants the allotment society and the gardening club of marshfield really high quality stuff because pennard they show at chelsea don't they
1: they do yes in fact we saw their stand didn't we when we were there at chelsea last year
0: uh, what have we got today then Fred?
1: potatoes galore Keith any sort of potato you can find it here whether you get your earlys, your first earlies your main crop your seconds any sort of potato you can think of
0: so you've been round shopping today because I, I was on the door taking the money and handing out the raffle tickets <laughs> uh, so so what did you get
1: well I got our good favorite Maris Piper because we use a lot of those we like them as roasties and they work well for us don't they up at the allotment so I got some of those
0: yeah the, the ground up the allotment does them well their uh, Maris Piper they uh, don't like it dry, and they like a fairly open soil. We're very lucky here; we have a very nice uh, humusy, humusy soil, don't we?
1: Yeah, we do. We've got great soil, and also we found just from experience, we don't seem to get many slugs and things on the on those, do we? So we went for those, and I also bought just a few desray just to kind of spread things out a bit, just to make sure we don't get too any diseases and things.
0: We grew desray and maris piper 50/50 last season, and we found we used much more. Maris Piper but it's always worth having some extra spuds in your planting because if one gets attacked by disease or slugs or, or whatever you'd lose the whole crop and you've got no potatoes so we've gone sort of th- three-quarters Maris Piper, one-quarter Desiree in the ground this year haven't we Frank?
1: Yeah we did I thought it uh, was good to spread it around and then I bought some uh, new potatoes kids so I got our favorites the pink fir apples I like those sort of gnarly nutty ones They're not a great cropper, but they do grow fairly well in potato bags, which is what we tend to use, don't we, for our non-main crop potatoes. So I bought some of those.
0: Uh, You also got some first earlies, didn't you? What were they?
1: Yes, so I'm trying some new ones this year. So I, I plumped for Casablanca. I'll be honest, I was suckered by the name. I thought it sounded quite romantic and exotic. So I've gone for those. They're flowery and uh, they says that they're good and they're disease resistant, resistant to foliage blights, and they're a good all-rounder.
0: Well that sounds good, doesn't it? Now quick explanation if you're new to planting your potatoes. First early, second early main crop and all the rest of it. It's to do when you plant them and when you harvest them. First earlies go in now and they harvest end of June, early July. they go in in three or four weeks time and uh, you harvest them at end of July. Main crop uh, will start at the beginning of September, maybe the end of August if you're lucky for the first main crop. Second main crop, they'll be your overwintering spuds like your King Edwards.
1: It's just Really, the order that you plant them and the order that you eat them, isn't it, really, Keith, to be honest?
0: It is. Now, we had a big, long conversation uh, yesterday about should we be planting potato bags, and we decided we weren't going to plant very many. But you do seem to have bought lots of potatoes for potato bags.
1: I know. I got suckered in. I got (laughs) suckered in by it, Keith. So I bought some Jazzy these are salad potatoes so I thought I'm not going to go for the bulk standard charlottes. you can buy them in the supermarket and the little label on the jazzy one said these are a really good alternative to the charlotte potato so I'm hoping these will be our nice little new potatoes these are second earlies and they're waxy and in bold it says it's a great variety to grow in potato bags
0: now remember a waxy potato was no good uh, if you're thinking of mashing it or you're thinking of roasting it uh, you know it's Las Freya says, uh, salad potato. So that one, floury is good for chipping, it's good for roasting, it's good for uh, mashing. Waxy, no. They are your salad potatoes or you have them deliciously with fish, for instance. Uh, They've got a a different sort of texture to them, a different mouthfeel. So just be aware of that. And the question always comes through is why don't I just go down to the supermarket, buy some potatoes and plant them in the ground? Yes, you can do it. You might be successful why do you buy seed potatoes they're grown for seed they're grown guaranteed disease free and they come from a line uh, of spuds uh, which is guaranteed the kind that you're being sold so if it says maris piper it's not a maris piper cross Yes. It's, the, it's, it's the real thing but yes you can if you've never planted them before you fancy having to go in bags or in your garden or whatever you can buy a, a bag of spuds and you can plant them before you plant them Freya what do you do?
1: we've got to chip them first but we'll come on to that in a little bit won't we because I've got one more variety that I purchased <laughs>
0: have you? what is it?
1: yeah these are called Vivaldi these are a second early but kids interestingly these are called the Weight Watchers potato because apparently they've got up to a third fewer calories and carbohydrates than other varieties so i was quite intrigued by this because it says they are so buttery in flavor that very often if you have them as a baked potato you don't even have to add any butter so i thought we'd give them a try
0: let's see let's see i'm a a little bit reticent about that that sounds like a bit of sales talk to me but we'll see how it goes what's chitting what's chitting well you get your little egg boxes you put your potatoes individually in where the eggs used to be use egg boxes because then the potatoes don't touch after a few weeks they have a little few couple of little sprouts now you want short stubby sprouts you don't want great long sprouts so don't put them in too sunny a window and what that does is it sort of buys you an extra month or so for when it comes to the uh, harvesting so that they actually begin growing as they're chitting uh, on your windowsill or in your greenhouse or wherever you keep them you put them in the ground and you've got yourself another three or four weeks so when you uh, harvest them you're ahead of, of the gang. Always worth to chit them. The second reason you chit them is you see where the main shoots are um, so uh, when you put them in the ground you can put that really strong shoot facing upwards uh, so it can reach towards the sun. You don't have to chit them but it does help.
1: And as we discovered from my dad, who is from a farming family, you don't keep all the little sprouts on it. So make sure you choose the strongest one and then get rid of all the other little ones that are growing there. And I think that just puts more strength into that shoot doesn't it and makes uh, a much more healthier plant
0: it does indeed and by the way uh, we did a a lot of learning last year we were quite disappointed for a couple of years uh, before uh, the last growing season with with what we were getting out of our potato crop and I got that uh, potato fertilizer which is the the little uh, white uh, round nodules and, and pop a handful of that in when you plant your potato it made the world of difference it doubled our crop
1: it did it was incredible the difference it made. wasn't it? You know you expect maybe a little bit more but uh, it really was outstanding so we'll definitely be doing that again.
0: So I would recommend that okay you can't miss it it's called potato fertiliser I'm not going to give you the scientific chemicals in there or whatever this little round as I say sort of uh, round nodules says potato fertiliser on it all you need is a handful in there when you plant the potato and maybe another handful halfway through the the growing season and it makes all the difference. So on these potatoes days if you, you ever drop into one it's not just spuds what else did you get Freya?
1: I plumped for the seeds there's lots of things here there's fruit trees there's all sorts of plants for your garden but I went for the seeds they're very high quality seeds here Kate, and they are a special offer buy five and get a six free so I got suckered in on that as you would expect me to so I bought some sweet pea seeds the dark crimson ones I went for and a mixed variety of a uh, heritage but all fragrant varieties because we do love our sweet peas don't we and it will be soon to start planting them
0: what else did you get marigolds i believe
1: yeah some marigolds i really like the marigolds because they're a great companion plant they just keep flowering all summer long we had a lovely show of marigolds so i got the more sort of traditional french marigold but last year i discovered those tall ones and so i bought some more of those Um, So I'm looking forward to planting them. I got some cosmos because your favorites are the cosmos. So I got a couple of packets of those. I also bought some butternut squash. We didn't grow that this year, did we? We had different squash and some nasturtium.
0: (laughs) Um, And by the way, Freya bought the uh, um, butternut squash and it says burpee on it. And what that means is those are the ones which have been bred, which are not so difficult for you to digest. So if you have, say, let's say, a gassy personality, buy the ones which say burpee on it and you will find that you won't be as gassy.
1: I never knew that. I thought it's just a funny name that they'd given it. Well, there you go. And and I got a couple of nice varieties of tomatoes. I know we've got quite a few tomato seeds, but I bought a beefsteak variety and uh, some very juicy sweet Cherry tomatoes that I thought we could try.
0: I mean, with climate change, uh, everybody moans about how bad it's getting, but actually, in the British Isles, where we are, uh, we're finding that our tomato crops are now coming on brilliantly. And the Italian varieties that had to be always kept under glass, we can now grow out uh, through the summer growing season. So, yeah, we are growing a lot more tomatoes in a south facing garden, it's true, and some under glass, but not all. But it's great just scattering them in amongst the bedding plants because when it comes to uh, the summer and autumn and remember autumn is the main cropping time for tomatoes uh, you just wander around the garden and, and pick your lunch it's lovely
1: yeah have a little snack as you go in along it's delicious <laughs>
0: <laughs> so one positive thing with that climate change and also this winter let's talk about this winter we usually catch it really badly up here now you recording this mid-February, and February usually has a sting in the tail, but so far, Freya, it has been so mild and wet this winter, hasn't it?
1: It certainly has. I mean, so mild, Keith, that the daffodils are flowering, and, well, that used to be... Early March, at the very, very earliest. Yeah. So yesterday, you were out in the back garden. You noticed our camellia has actually got buds on it already. So yeah, uh, and the
0: buds are breaking as well. Yeah. You can see uh, you know the pink. So yeah, March, uh, February for a camellia. That's a camellia that ten years ago was only flowering in May.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, one thing is though, if if we keep an eye on the weather, because if it does. Have a bit of a cold snap we'll probably need to pop something around it to protect those buds because they won't like the frost.
0: They're with your fruit trees if your apple is looking uh, like it's going to be blossoming as well remember those apple blossoms do not like frost do not like snow make sure you get a bit of uh, an old blanket or uh, some fleece or whatever over them to protect them or else your apple crop will go south very quickly
1: yeah all blossom really you need to protect all of it don't you to be honest but then on the other side we've got a lovely magnolia in our front garden and that's struggling a little bit because the magnolia likes a bit of cold frosty weather for the buds to form doesn't it
0: It needs to get down to like minus five for the UK varieties, as you say, to to give that uh, lovely blossom. And of course, magnolia is known as the tulip tree, which gives you a clue as to when it usually flowers, uh, which is mid-April into May alongside the tulips. Uh, But again, year after year now, it's getting earlier and earlier.
1: It certainly is. Yeah, I mean, it's lovely. It's a lovely treat to have it earlier. But uh, just means you have to be a bit mindful of that chilly weather when it comes
0: people say she'll put my seeds in i would say now yes now is the time to get your seeds in on window windowsills uh, maybe uh, in greenhouses keep an eye on the temperature certainly we got aubergine and chili in about a month ago they're all up and with this mild winter i would say get those seeds in keep some back just in case you lose them yeah. so you could go for a, a, a second lot in case the cold does get them but if the weather stays the same as it is you're going to get a good season
1: yeah definitely i'm I'm certainly going to be planting the broad beans soon to get those going and uh, thinking about maybe putting our first sowing of perhaps tomato seeds even giving it a go like you say keep some seeds back though just to be on the safe side
0: well a lot of people say is it too cold for me to sow is it too cold actually it's not just the cold it's the uh, light levels as well and i noticed last night at half past five in the evening uh, it was still daylight the sun was just setting so that's an hour later than it was a couple of of months ago so I would say the light levels are are right now Uh, the temperature is right now give it a go see what happens
1: yeah a bit early to put things in the ground because I think they'll get a bit bit wet but certainly if you've got a windowsill or a greenhouse or a cold frame something like that it's definitely worth giving it a go
0: Yeah, get your tomatoes in and maybe some of your summer flowers as well. Those companion plants such as uh, marigolds, remember, they're very good at keeping away some of the pests. They don't like the the smell of them. Uh, So there you go. Uh, That's uh, us here at the Potato Day in Marshfield. Uh, If you're growing potatoes, good luck this year. It should be a good season, but it's been very wet so far. Wherever you're planting your potatoes, remember, spuds like it damp. They don't like it wet. They like it it sort of 10 degrees. They don't like it cold and they don't like it too hot remember they originate from South America look at the climate down there and you'll see why potatoes do well so whatever you're planting if it's coming to spuds just have an eye on where you're planting them but then you dig them and it's amazing when you get your crop if you've got kids that's the thing to go for if you want to get somebody interested in gardening Take them along when you dig your spuds.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's always good fun, isn't it? And a great surprise. But just hold on a bit now. Don't plant your spuds just yet. It's just a little bit damp and a bit cold. Yeah,
0: get chitting. Get Get your egg egg boxes out. Remember, you use the egg box because the potatoes don't touch each other so you don't get any rot. Uh, Wait for those uh, sprouts to come out and in a month's time you can pop them in the the ground. So thanks for joining us here on the Good and Life uh, podcast from the southernmost village of the Cotswolds. And as we say every time, keep keep
1: plotting.